Let's start with Mike Pouncey and ask you about uh, your impressions of the, uh, him as a Charger. You guys saw a lot of him in the past, and, and what difference he's made uh, in that offensive line, and in particular what you saw from that offensive line in adjustments versus the Ravens in the regular season versus yesterday. Well, um, I'll start with Pouncey. Uh, obviously, we have some familiarity with him based on his time in Miami and playing him multiple times through that uh, period of his career. Um, had a lot of respect for him over the course of that time playing against him. Um, he's a little bit unique in terms of uh, physical stature for a center. You know, he's he's got length, um, and he's very athletic and does a very good job in space. Um Smart uh, understands the communication calls. You can see he IDs uh, quite a bit of the fronts and the protections and things of that nature. And has for the majority of his career. I would say they use him to his skill set uh, extremely well. You know he pulls quite a bit. He's uh, out in space on screens. He does a great job uh, getting to the linebacker level. Um, you know blocks high cuts. He's he's very. Uh, aware and savvy player. And I would say that they've used his skill set um, as an advantage for sure. in some of the scheme things that they do, um, you know, as a whole, this offensive line has uh, great length, great athleticism, and they have, you know, been healthy. Um, uh, you know, they played together the vast majority of the season. Um, you do see uh, some adjustments from them. And, and obviously, you know, Baltimore, uh, playing in multiple weeks, you know, without a huge uh, gap in there. Um, there's a huge game plan element there and an adjustment element, as there is within a game. And I would say that's one of the things that this group does extremely well, both the players and the coaching staff, um, understanding the problems that are being presented and, and making the necessary adjustments or having some answers to deal with. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar. Hey, Coach. Uh, just wanted to ask you about uh, Dietrich Wise's uh, development as a run defender. I was talking to him uh, after the Jets game, and he just said that he's really uh, learned how to use his, you know, obviously really long arms uh, more to his advantage in the running game and maybe this year than in past years. Uh, what have you seen from him in terms of that development? Well, I would say you're accurate in that he has developed for sure, um, and he does have great length um, in you know, I would say his arms uh, and, and the length in his arms give him an advantage when he uses them. Um, when his technique is good and when his hands are good and uh, when his pad level is, is in good shape, he's very effective. I would say one of the things he's improved upon the most, in my opinion, is, uh, and we've worked quite a bit on this, is uh, once he, you know, gets engaged in a block, um, a lot of guys have a tendency to try to locate the ball too quickly. Um, or as they locate the ball, their pad level gets high because they're trying to find it over the top of the blocker as opposed to continuing to press the blocker and locating the ball by looking around the blocker. And I would say that's one of the things that I've seen uh, improve with Dietrich specifically is his ability to press the blocker while he's locating the ball, maintaining good pad level, um, and playing good team defense, honestly, by helping to cancel gaps with the blocker's body um, and then get off once the ball carrier commits. So um, I would say he's worked hard at that. I would say that's not a finished product by any means at this point, but it is something that he's improved for sure. Thanks, Coach. 
Yeah. Next question, Rich Garvin, followed by Mike. Coach, I'm wondering what you've seen from uh, your your first down run defense over the past five games. Well, I would say, you know, that's something that we've worked on and we work on each and every week. Um, I would say there's different challenges presented week to week uh, based on the opponent we're playing, based on the scheme that uh, we've got, based on what you know we feel is going to best help us win the football game that week. Um, obviously, it's something that uh, stopping the run is something that's very important to us. Uh, I'd say, you know, we've had some inconsistency with that over the course of the year. Um, I feel like we've made a little bit of progress over the past couple of weeks. We've played some things from a, uh, just from a defeating blocks from a technique and fundamental standpoint, a little more consistency with more consistency, I should say, and that's helped us for sure. Um, again, none of that matters at this point. You know, we're focused on how we're going to play this week. And, you know, the Chargers present a number of different issues for us in that regard, and we're going to have to play at a high level. Um, you know, this team's got a good offensive line. They've got very good backs. Um, I think they lead the NFL in explosive runs. So, um, you know, we're going to have to do a great job. We're going to have to play our best football this week. If I could real quick. Um, you know, so the numbers in the last five games is just over seven yards uh, a run on first down. So what kind of stress does that put on the defense on second and third? Well, obviously, you know, listen, we're, we're hoping to not give up any yards in any situation. But, um, you know, I'm not necessarily concerned about the stats or the numbers aside from winning and losing football games. And uh, to be honest, we're most focused on how are we going to handle the run game this week and um, what challenges those present us. So, um, you know, what's happened over the, the past 16 games, to be quite honest, isn't all that relevant. That holds for the Chargers, too, right? I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. I mean, you're just talking about the explosive plays of the Chargers, but that's really not relevant this week from their end either, right? Well, I would say that they're capable of creating explosive plays, without a doubt. Okay. Now, I, you're right. Based on what they've done in the past, no. It's it's a matter of who performs best, you know, this Sunday, and uh, that's why we go out and play the game. Great. Thank you. Right, next question, Mike Reese, followed by Andrew Kelly. Hey, Brendan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Mike? Good, doing well. I wanted to ask you about Ufamba Kamalu, just um, uh, recently promoted from the practice squad. What what have you noticed from him in terms of his traits and uh, what he's brought you on the defensive line? You know, Ufamba has done a nice job since uh, he came in. Uh, hardworking guy. He's got uh, good length. He's got some power and some explosiveness. Um, he's picked things up fairly quickly. Um, has done a nice job kind of in a number of, of areas. He's done an excellent job through the course of the practice week uh, in giving our offense a look and has, um, you know, shown a productive skill set that, you know, has been able to help us um, in, in some of the game opportunities. And he's earned an opportunity to play a little bit. Uh, next question will be Andrew Callahan. Hang on one second. Go ahead, Andrew. Followed by Phil Perry. Hey, good morning, Brendan. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Um, looking at Philip Rivers from the outside, I think it's easy to group him and, and perhaps uh, some quarterbacks who prefer to stay in the pocket might be less mobile than some of the other guys you've seen. But what, if anything, are we missing from that standpoint where 
rushing him might be a little bit different or, or pressuring the Chargers offense that it might be a little bit unique this Sunday as opposed to other quarterbacks you might see that, you know, on the surface would fit into that same kind of immobile category? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, Philip Rivers does, uh, you know, veteran guy, first of all, understands, you know, what he's looking at. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't put him on the top tier of athleticism in terms of speed and quickness and ability to make people miss. He is big and can be difficult to tackle and get on the ground. But I would say he's got a very good feel in the pocket for when he's getting pressure and moving appropriately in the pocket. And a lot of that, you know, is stepping up in the pocket. Some of it is when there's pressure in his face or pressure off the edge, moving away from the pressure long enough to buy time to where, you know, he can get the ball to an open receiver. Uh, I would say he has very good timing and then accuracy when he's throwing the ball in those situations. So um, he's a difficult guy to deal with in that regard because he's got, you know, very good presence, very good awareness, and um, he has enough mobility that, you know, he can be a problem. And, you know, not that he's going to rush for 100 yards, but um, certainly in some critical situations, uh, he's able to, to run the ball, move the, the chains, and get to first downs at times, or move to buy time in the pocket and, you know, get receivers open and accurately deliver the ball on the move. And if I can follow up, as you've looked at teams trying to defend them in the past, with how often he throws to his running backs, have you seen um, anything that makes it a little bit more difficult for defensive ends to sometimes peel off, or have you seen teams do that with their backs that it might be harder to keep up because of how good Eckler and Gordon are? Well, they're definitely good backs, and I would throw you know Justin Jackson in that category as well, who's seen some playing time based on you know some of the. Uh, injury situation with Gordon and Eckler over the past several weeks, uh, you can put him right in that conversation as well. They've got, you know, good backs. They are good runners. They're good receivers. Um, they do a, a very good job when they get the ball in space. Uh, I would say they use them well in terms of, you know, free releasing them out of the backfield at times and creating uh, matchup issues. Um, in some of the formations that they, they employ, you know, help them do that. So, um, there's certainly coverage issues there, whether you've got safeties or linebackers, making sure that they're in position to handle them, or at times potentially having you know an edge rusher or defensive end that's going to have to um, deal with with the release and, and the matchup on the back. Uh, they do a good job. They've got a good group there, and they present some matchup issues for sure. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah. And last question, uh, Phil Perry. Hey, Brendan. Uh, wanted to to ask you about uh, your colleagues. Um, Brian Flores is, is somebody who um, has received a lot of interest in terms of head coaching opportunities uh, in some different places. And as somebody who has worked closely with him for a while, um, wanted to ask you, you know, what are some of the qualities that, that might make Brian a good head coach in this league? Well, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for Flo. You know, the time that we've worked here, uh, I've really enjoyed. Um, I've, you know, think extremely highly of him um and i you know i'm very happy for him to get those opportunities to be quite honest i haven't talked with him at all about them our conversations have been specific to the chargers um you know again i if and when an opportunity presents itself you know i feel like he's going to do a good job but uh, i know you know our focus at this point is definitely on this game thanks brennan yep thank you brennan
Absolutely.